Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This week we continue with the Pirkei Avot, the Ethics of the Fathers, with Mishnah 3 from chapter 2, where it says, Beware of rulers, for they befriend someone only for their own benefit. They act friendly when it benefits them, but do not stand by someone in his time of need. So this Mishnah really doesn't need a lot of explanation. It explains itself. What it's telling us is that we have to be careful with people of power because usually they, they have no friends. They have a, an agenda and if you are part of their agenda they're gonna be sweet to you and nice to you but at the end of the day if you're not part of their agenda they're not gonna even help you in anything you need. But here we, Rabbi Abraham Tversky gives us explanation, he gives us some examples. For example, Joseph was the savior of Egypt. He was the viceroy of the Pharaoh and he saved the whole world from famine. But nevertheless, his grandchildren became slaves in Egypt. And then he comes to explain also, he puts the, the example of Arbananel, who was the chief finance minister to the King Ferdinand of Spain. Imagine he was his chief, his chief finance minister and when the Inquisition came he didn't re remember who this guy was and he exiled him and he expulsed him and he kept all his money and all his belongings. So from here we, we learn that the office seekers may befriend anyone who they think can help them acquire the coveted position but the favor is often forgotten and when you need a favor from them they're not going to help you. But however there's a, another interesting interpretation of this Mishnah and uh, if we allow ourselves the liberty of changing some vowels in the times of the Mishnah, these Mishnahs were written without the, without the, the dots in the Hebrew letters, so we could see that the word Rashut, which means uh, ruler, may also be read as Reshut, which means a, a, a permissible. It would be changed to be watchful about the things that are permissible. So here, uh, the works of the Musar and of Hasidut stress the danger of indulging in permissible uh, pleasures. Um, what it means is that there's things in life that are permissible to a Jew, that we can benefit from them. Like for example, a Jew can have a good steak. But what it's telling us here is that we have to be careful with these pleasures because they're material pleasures and they give us uh, instant gratification and at the end we may fall into sin. And it says here that the military strategy of, uh, of preemptive strike is most effective and it's the best defense is offense. So what it's telling us is that when we're struggling with our Yetzer Hara, with our evil inclination, eh, we have to maybe sometimes eh, the permissible not make it so permissible because we can fall into the other side. So if we see the rabbis have put a lot of eh, barriers in our lives to protect us from permissible things that will end up creating problems in our lives. So one example would be a mehitza. Uh, a partition between the men and the women uh, in the in the shul or in the in, when, in a wedding women dance on one side men dance on another why do they do this because sometimes when men and women are together the married husband of your friend will end up with a, another friend that is also married and we are trying to not fall into this sinful behavior by 
uh, keeping away from permissible things that will that could lead us to uh, end up doing things that are not permissible. So here it says uh, that the Rabbi Shneur Salman of Liadi, the Alter Rebbe, he used to say that which is forbidden is prohibited. Whatever you cannot do, you cannot do. And much of which is permissible, it is not necessary. So if we keep this uh, quote in mind in our lives, you will, be, you will find that there's many things that you do in your life that really are not necessary. You don't need them. So you don't need to indulge in all this materialistic extravaganza because at the end you'll end up doing things that are not the right things to do. But if you uh, maintain yourself in a place where you're in a middle point and you're not exceeding or overdoing things, then you're going to be a person that's always going to have control over your Yetzirah. So our ethical works state that a permissible thing should be used in a way that promotes person's mission on earth. So if, for example, you're a shopaholic, you love to, lo you love to shop, which women don't like it. It's very hard. But if you are a person that's always shopping, 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 and you are in debt, and your credit card is overdone, then you should really look into yourself and say, okay, how many black skirts do I really need? How many black shoes do I really need? And if you keep yourself away from the shops and you say, okay, I'm only going to go uh, for special occasions when it's Rosh Hashanah, when it's Yom Kippur, I'm only going to go and buy things for Shabbat, then you'll find that once you start shopping in this way and you start shopping for the things you need instead for the things you want, you will be able to elevate everything you buy and you're going to be using it for the service of Hashem. So uh, the same goes with eating, with sleeping, uh, with recreation and earning a livelihood. All, all are essential for optimal function. And these are a person's needs. We, we need to have all these things. So, so here what it's telling us is that we should make them into mitzvot themselves. So if you love going on vacation, okay, go on vacation, but the intention should be that you should uh, go on a vacation, on a kosher vacation, you should keep on learning, you should keep on uh, praying, but you are going on this vacation to be able to gain uh, energy to keep on fulfilling uh, Torah and mitzvot in a happy way and a relaxed way. So one might think that earthly pleasures are one's best friends, is they provide instant gratification, but their love is treacherous if we become dependent on them for our gratification, we're setting ourselves up to disappointment. Because it's never enough. It, it, it says a person, if he has 100, he wants 200. If he has 200, he wants 400. The more you have, the more lacking you have. Like if you only have 20, okay, 40, it's 20 more. But if you have 1,000, it's 1,000 more that you don't have. So a young man, in treatment, uh, Rabbi Tversky says here, for drug addiction, wrote a letter to drugs. And it says, in which he said, you promised me everything, you gave me great pleasure, but you were slightly ensnaring me. Instead of everything you promised, you took everything away from me. I lost my wife, my children, my job, my health, and the respect of my friends. While permissible pleasures may not be as over dangerously as drugs, they are nevertheless not without risk because people end up becoming uh, addicted to the iPhone, to technology, to food, 
to exercise, anything that becomes an addiction is really a, a, a problem and it's very unhealthy. So people who become addicted to food or to making money may admit that they have lost also control of themselves. And they may acknowledge that they have suffered harmful consequences from what began as, a, as an apparent proper behavior but accelerated be, beyond their control. So we can thus understand the Mishnah, be cautious about permissible things, they are brought within one's reach in order to meet one's actual needs. So they're there for you to use them as a need, but not as a pleasure. And they appear to be friendly, but they will not help a person when he's distressed. So I leave you here, my friends. Remember, everything in excess is not good. We should always learn to be in the middle point of everything and learn to live in the middle way. And we are not here to abstain ourselves from, from, from the world, but on the other hand, we're here to elevate it and it cannot be in excess. So I wish you a good week, a happy week and live a little higher. Thank you.